it's all about playing the game the right way. The name on the front of the jersey is more important than that name on the back of the jersey. You play for the Indiana Pacers. That's who you represent. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jack from All Pacers Pod, the number one Pacers podcast in the world, which we'll talk about in a second more. But I'm joined here by my good buddy, Austin. Well, he's also our producer, but he's right there. What's up, Austin? Hey. And by right there, I mean on the other side of the internet, way over at his house, because we can't be person to person, face to face. Mm -hmm. Nope. Well, you can be you can be face to face. They say it's really not safe to be butt to butt right now. <laughs> but it's safe to be face to face. Yeah. Well, well just, just maintain, maintain your distance. distance. But butt to butt, that's just never safe. There's no nice distance for that right now. <laughs> Six feet or more, I'd say, is pretty safe. Like if if, if you, you and I both turned away from, from the camera at the same time right now, I think we'd both die. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, well, how are you doing with the, um, isolation? Uh, a little stir crazy at times, but, um, I have enough things between music and video games and exercise to kind of keep me busy. Yeah. What video game Uh, are you playing right now? A lot of Pokemon and Animal Crossing. Oh, okay. Right on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, big switch guy. I was able to coax my brother to go half with me on that months back and now he doesn't play it anymore so swindled oh uh speaking of swindling we are going to be doing some pacers trades today we're going to be talking about the best trades the pacers have ever done the worst trades they've ever done and i'll give you a hint austin and everyone listening there's been some bad trades really bad trades but yeah man that's that's very uh nba of you to swindle something from a smaller entity in the same way the nba swindles things away from the pacers and some I'm of real i'm a real red hour back oh uh, yeah when it comes to to <laughs> of purchasing game consoles me i still have to be at work um we i work at an essential place so nothing's changed for me other than i can't really is the news essential though yeah well if people don't watch it where else are they going to find it are they gonna have to look it up online or something so austin i know you have a stat for us so while, so while you uh, gather that up, get it ready, um, let me go over some shout-outs because like I had alluded to at the very beginning of this, we are now, and hold your applause for when I'm done, we are now the number one most reviewed Pacers podcast in the entire world. Wow. Oh, are you done? Can I clap? Oh, yeah. Go ahead and clap. Okay. Wow. Fantastic. Amazing. It's been a long journey, but we made it. Uh, we have 122 reviews, which is awesome. And that's showing us that we have some cool fans out there. But I got a few shout outs. Um, I went through and looked at some of the more recent reviews that we have. And I'm just going to read some of these names. Austin, I don't know if any of these are uh, Ring of Honor worthy. Man, when's the last time we put a name in the in the Ring of Honor? I think the last one, honestly, was Turtle Bomb. We might just have to put one in just to put one in. All right. Well, there's maybe one choice right here that we could put in. So I'll read them all, and then we can decide at the end, all right? And since there's only two of us, uh, it has to be majority <laughs> for one to get in. So, Okay. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to start reading. All right. Let me know what you think. We got uh, – oh, and if you hear your name too, stand up and give us a whoop. So we got Oladipo.Nation, Instagram page, love Oladipo. We love Oladipo. 
Um, so, hey, keep doing your thing. We got Josiah underscore D underscore Miller. We got Jackson dot Adams. We have Tico Rules or Tikoru Less or however other way you want to put it. I can't really tell. It's all one word. We got J Money E E T E. So J Money Yeet. Say it again. J Money Yeet. J Money Yeet? J Money Yeet. Because there's only one Y and it's one big word. So it's a big conglomerate. So you just have to say it all at once. Maybe it's J Moan Yeet. Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are more familiar with the French language than I am. That's Yee Yee. Yeah. Uh, we got Big NBA Fan 23. Um, mm, that's Hall of Fame considerable right now. <laughs> Big NBA Fan 23. I like it. It's very generic. It's simple. All right. And just like a recap of our Ring of Honor names, we have uh, Dick Versace, Rumbly Wind, Gypsy Moon Dancer, and Turtle Bomb. You really think Big NBA Fan 23? <laughs> is uh, on the same level as those names? I think considering the circumstances, considering the time to still be a big NBA fan when there is no NBA is pretty worthy. That's a testament to your fanhood. So Yeah, I was just more thinking that it was like a large person. Well, maybe, maybe. We, we don't know. You know, I had uh, one of my managers back at this place that I worked at years ago called himself big nappy big boy (laughs) on social media sites and uh he was just really tall he was really tall and kind of built like a linebacker or something uh but yeah he he was big nappy hey mr big nappy (laughs) yeah so it doesn't necessarily have to be like a fat person if you are fat, that's okay, you know? It's not always uh, like the, the fat people that shop at Big and Tall. Sometimes tall no. people shop there. Yeah, sometimes tall or like really muscular people like Mike Bibby. Yeah, and me. Um, and you, Okay, yeah. we got one more name. One more name. We have uh, Mr. Magoo Likes Onions. Oh, man, that's a good one. That's a pretty good one. So, actually, Mr. Magoo Likes Onions was the review that put us over the top to make us the number one most reviewed Pacers podcast in the world. Um, So, shout out to them. And if your name's actually Mr. Magoo and you like onions, that's awesome. Uh, It's kind of an unfortunate name, not going to lie. But, hey, shout out to you. Thanks for following this podcast. Austin, now the question remains, are any of these guys or girls Ring of Honor worthy? Uh, I think too. I like big NBA fan 23 and I'm also going to nominate Mr. Magoo likes onions. All right. And I'm just going to, I think I'll just pick one of those and it's a really tough decision, <laughs> but I don't think I'm going to vote for big NBA fan 23. I think, All right. I think Mr. Magoo likes onions. I think you're in the ring of honor. What if they told you that the 23 was somebody who played for the Pacers? Like who? Who wore 23 for the Pacers? Oh, God. I don't know. Maybe they retired it. Yeah, maybe. I think Ron Artest did. did wow, he? I should, I should know this. He was 15. Let me look it up real quick. Oh, he was for a minute. Yeah, because then he wore 91 at 1.2. Um, yeah, 23 for the Pacers. That's the only one I can think of, though. Yeah. Um, hey, so maybe they're a big Ron Artest fan. 
maybe. Or maybe they like 23andMe's. Oh, maybe, maybe. That's probably what it is. They're probably a big fan of the um, DNA site. So, Mr. Magoo Likes Onions, welcome to the Ring of Honor. You did it. We're very proud of you. Thanks for leaving us a review. Hey, and everyone else who left us a review, thank you so much. You guys have helped us become the greatest Pacers podcast in the world. And this is crazy. We just started like five months ago, and we're already to this point. So thank you to everyone who's been listening and supporting from the very beginning and up until a week ago. We uh, really appreciate it. So, Austin, do you have that stat for us today? Uh, A great stat of the day, Jack. Maybe you can tell me where you were on April 4th, 1979. Um, I was just a twinkle in my father's eye. Final You've answer. You've been a twinkle in your father's eye many times, I think, during these stats of the days. Well, it's good to know that you're a twinkle on the day that Alex English scored nine points and had 10 rebounds for the Pacers. All right. That's your Uh, Alex English stat. That's Alex English stat. And you know what? He played 23 minutes in this game. Uh, Just a a quick call back to our friend, big NBA fan, 23. Wow. Uh, Yeah. Alex uh, English logged 23 minutes, scored nine points, 10 rebounds, not a particularly memorable stat, but I did that stat because we are doing an All Pacers All Trades podcast today. And, and Alex English was a one-time Pacer, like you just said. That's right. And he was a Pacer before he was good. And guess what? The Pacers traded him away. And I don't want to be negative because the Pacers have made some great trades over the years, but this Alex English one wasn't. So I'm really glad you brought that up. He went on to become one of the greatest Nuggets of all time. And I just looked him up. He wore number 22 for the Pacers. Very close to 23. Very close. So big yeah. big NBA fan. I almost put you in the ring of honor just now because I was like, oh, he had Alex English's number. No, you're one off. Maybe next time. Or if big NBA the... fan 22 ever leaves us a review, yeah, you'll probably, you'll probably make it into the ring of honor, not going to lie. So, No, you can't put 22 in now over 23. All right, all right, well, we'll put any, them both in. If Big NBA any, Fan yeah. 22 leaves us a review, we'll put them both in. Okay. We'll just put a generic Big NBA Fan 22 through 23. <laughs> just give them a, a Big NBA Fan's corner, like the Turner's block or something. Yeah, we'll, we'll fill up the entire corner of our new studio with just Big NBA Fan. Nice. Have you ever noticed these ads on Basketball Reference are, like, really weird? Uh, yeah, I've noticed that. Like right now, I could discover some of the greatest and cutest bras out there. <laughs> uh, well, maybe maybe it's trying to tell you something, man. Maybe. It, it is the quarantine, and uh, I haven't had the best diet. So Yeah. The, uh, the ad I have on Basketball Reference right now is World War Three Simulation Game. Oh, nice. So you go ahead and buy that large bra, and I'll buy this game, and then we'll compare. See who had the better experience with ads on Basketball Reference. So we are going to get to these trades, Austin, but before we do, I have three things I want to bring up. Number one, we have a new YouTube channel. We're opening some cards there. We have some cool new packs that we're about to open. And by new, I mean cards from the 90s that were hecka cheap on eBay. So we're going to be opening those up soon, looking for a Reggie card, doing that series, looking for Reggie's. 
Um, so go check that out. You can click the link in our Instagram bio, which if you don't follow us on Instagram already, it's all dot pacers on Instagram. It is the number one pacers fan account on Instagram. And it's a great community too. If you want to learn more about the pacers and just talk with people about the pacers too. If you don't follow us on Instagram, how the hell did you get here? <laughs> to begin with is what I want to know. You never know, man. That's you true. never know. Sometimes, look, sometimes you'll look up Pacers on podcasts to find the right podcast. And you'll probably go to the number one most reviewed Pacers podcast. That's very you know? true. Very true. So, yeah. Hey, if, if you came here from any other source besides Instagram, wow. Unbelievable. Who would have thought? <laughs> but man. we're glad you're here nonetheless. And then finally, we're going to be opening up some more NBA packs on Instagram Live too. We're playing a game where if you can guess the player before I show the picture of it, then you get a point. Whoever gets the most points at the end will win a free limited edition All Pacers sticker, and I'll mail it to you myself. So, and don't ask for people to show their feet on the Instagram Live. I do Instagram Lives myself sometimes, and my friends just go in there and ask me to show off my feet or other parts of my body, but mainly my feet. Yeah, so I mean, don't do that. You must have some pretty nice feet if that's what people are asking for. Well, that's neither here nor there. Austin, we could do a live video of your feet on all Pacers. Well, you, you just have to run a poll. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll set a poll. I'll actually do that right now. Um, and then by the end of the podcast, I'll give you the answer, okay? Okay. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to do this. <laughs> Should I even post this? Is this worth it? I don't know. You tell me. Do you want to see our podcast producer Austin's feet? No, dude, I'm deleting this. What am I wasting my time for? <laughs> we're going to be like, what the heck, dude? They're such freaks. Um, all right, next we're talking about trades that the Pacers have made in the history of the team. We're talking about the most influential ones, some of the worst ones that ever they've ever made. I actually have the worst trade in my humble opinion. Austin, you can help me decide this later. Mm. But – yeah, the Pacers have made a ton of trades in the history of the team, and we're going to talk about them today. So, Austin, here's how we're going to do it. I have a bunch written out here. I haven't shown you these ahead of time. I talked about one of them with you ahead of time. Just That's where you got your Alex English stat from. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you'll know a lot of these too, but I'm going to go through these trades. I'm going to ask – or I'm going to give some of the players, and I'm going to have you try to guess who the Pacers received in these trades, okay? Okay. So, do you want to start with good or bad? So I have a few categories. I have good, bad, undecided. That's where we'll talk about this at the end, me and you. I have two trades that I can't really decide if they're good or bad, but maybe me and you can figure that out together. And then I have the worst ever trade. So do you want to talk about good or bad first? Let's do – always start with bad news. Okay, bad news first. Man, this one hurts. So I have six right here. This isn't including the worst one of all time, which would make seven bad trades in Pacers history. I looked through this for a bit the other day, and I just came up with some of these. I'm, if I'm missing any, please message us on Instagram. Talk to us on YouTube, however you want to do it. Um, let us know what we missed. But, Austin, I'm going to just go ahead and start with 2014. So the Pacers were just starting their uh, runs with Paul George, David West, and Roy Hibbert leading the charge. But we still had uh, late 2000s, early 2000s, th- 2010s Pacers star – Danny Granger on the team. So the Pacers traded away Danny Granger in a second round pick, which ended up turning into Luka Mitrovic to the 76ers for who? Can you think of the players? Evan Turner. Yeah. Is there more? 
There's one more. Uh, was Thad Young in that trade? Thad Young wasn't. Good guess. It's your boy. Lavoy Allen. <laughs> there you go, your boy Lavoy. So I have this in the bad category. A lot of people might say this is good because Danny Granger was coming to the end of his career. I think he like bounced around for two more years after this trade and then was yeah. just out of the league. Yeah. But we got Evan Turner and Lavoy Allen right before the playoffs that year. And Lance Stevenson didn't like that he had some competition in Evan Turner coming in to the in, to Indy, to the uh, Pacers organization. And he was throwing some fits. This is This is all rumor, but it's not hard to believe either. So apparently Evan Turner and Lance Stevenson got into a fist fight right before the playoffs in practice. And you could tell like a big change happened within that team. So Danny Granger was the heart of that team. I actually remember when he got traded, the Pacers had posted a video of Danny Granger going through and saying bye to every single player at the practice court. And it was heartbreaking. Like these players loved him. He was the leader of that team and he was gone. So I do remember that trade. And I do remember thinking that it was a good trade at the time. Uh, just from a talent standpoint, Evan Turner seemed to be better. Turned out that he was just kind of a good stats, bad team. Really just ended up, he ended up being a decent role player though in, uh, Boston and somewhere else he went after the Pacers, Portland, I think. Um, yeah, he's at the Hawks now, right? Yeah, he is. The Pacers were just asking too much of a guy who was not that good. And like you said, the team chemistry thing with getting rid of Danny Granger was was big. I wonder who took whose side in the fist fight, though. I wonder who took whose side in the fist fight. Like, were yeah, sides I wonder. I'm sure people uh, were fed up with Lance Stevenson and his antics. Um, some of the players were. I've heard some rumors. uh that players don't love playing with Lance Stevenson. But, you know, that was he was on the team longer. Evan Turner was the new guy. So I'm, I'm sure it was pretty even, at least, if not leaning more towards Lance Stevenson. But still, man, like, that's just – that's not a good thing going into the playoffs. So that one I put as a bad trade. I know some people think it's good, but I have it as bad. Next trade I'm going to go to – I'm just going to kind of jump around here by year. Nothing, like – nothing in order. So let's go um, – August 1st, 1999. Pacers traded away Antonio Davis to the Raptors for the draft rights to the fifth pick in the 1999 NBA draft. Do you remember who this is? The fifth pick in the 99 draft, you said? Yeah, yep. So it was 1999. This was an incoming rookie. They traded Antonio Davis to the Raptors for this guy. Also, keep in mind, Richard Hamilton... Andre Miller, Sean Marion. Those guys were still available when this guy was drafted. I think Wally Serbiak was too. <laughs> hey, fun fact about Sean Marion. My seventh grade science teacher guarded him in junior college. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. actually pretty cool. Was it Jonathan Bender? It was Jonathan Bender. There you nice. go. So we traded Antonio Davis for the draft rights to Jonathan Bender straight up. I think especially that season considering you had to play the Lakers in the finals um you definitely could have used Antonio Davis as just another body to throw at Shaq every now and then even though he was significantly shorter um also uh Ron Artest was available in this draft as well he went 15th I think hey everything comes back around in life yeah it does I guess so (laughs) Just, you know, 
interesting that Jonathan Bender was the fifth pick and then crazy that we traded Antonio Davis for him. But so you say good, I say bad. Okay. Deal. Here's the thing. Agree to disagree. Here's the thing. As far as this podcast goes, Antonio Davis has no stats of the day in his That's honor. That's true. Jonathan Bender has a stat of the day in his honor. Yeah. All Pacers pod legend, Jonathan Bender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're talking about him. So. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about him more than Antonio Davis, I'll tell you that. Next trade, let's go to 1977. This is February 1st. This is a two-parter. The Pacers traded to the Knicks. We traded Darnell Hillman and a first-round pick, which turned out to become uh, Bernard King. We traded that to the Knicks. And what player did we re- did we receive? Oh, God. Wait, what was the year again? 1977. Actually, I'm about 100% certain you won't guess this. 1977. I don't know. Clark Kellogg? No, that probably would have been in a good trade, but... We actually got John Williamson, who went on to average 19.1 points per game for the Pacers the next season. But we yeah. traded him that next year to the Nets, and we received Bob Carrington, a second-round pick in 1980, which turned into Lewis Orr, and a 1981 second-round pick, which turned into Brian Jackson. So essentially, we traded away Darnell Hillman and Bernard King for Bob Carrington, Lewis Orr, and Brian Jackson. So I, I just like to chalk that up as one of our worst trades in Pacers history. What do you think? Jeez. Oh, for sure. I mean, they traded Bernard King away. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, we didn't know it would be Bernard King because it was, like we hadn't drafted him already and then traded him. But the pick that we had turned into Bernard King. So, yeah. I mean, who knows what the Pacers would have picked in that spot. But still, like I'd rather have that chance than end up with Bob Carrington, Lewis Orr, and Brian Jackson. <laughs> That's just me. Bob Carrington and Lewis Orr just sound like NBA players from the 70s. They do. They really do. Like, um, if, there was anyone a generic, named Bob. if there was a generic random NBA name generator for, like, the 70s, those would be the first two names that got generated. <laughs> yeah, maybe. John Williamson, too. Old Bob Carrington comes up, <laughs> comes up the court with the jump shot. Um, yeah, I agree. All those sound like 70s names. <laughs> Bernard King, man, though. That, that would have been nice. That would have been really nice. Next one, we're going to go to 1980. No, let's go to 2011. 2011. This is a rough one. People know this one. I have a feeling you're going to know exactly who it is when I say who we traded with. Is a Pacers-Spurs trade. Do you remember this trade at all? Yep, sure do. Okay, so what do you remember? What players were traded? Do you remember at all? Uh, well, the pick that became Kawhi Leonard got traded. Yep. And George Hill was received. Yep. I couldn't tell you who else was involved in it, though. This is crazy. Uh, I didn't realize this was the trade. So the Pacers received George Hill. We traded away the draft rights to Kawhi Leonard and then two more picks. Davis Bertans was drafted that year with the Pacers pick by the Spurs. Oh. Yeah, a Euro stash who has, in 2019-2020, become a great, not great player, very good player that would contribute on a uh, final scene. And then this other guy, Arizem Lorbeck. So, I mean, that's not important. But Kawhi Leonard and Davis Bertans for George Hill. And, look, I have defended this trade like crazy because George Hill helped us get to the finals. But in hindsight, this wasn't a great trade. I'm sure we could have found like Jameer Nelson or DJ Augustine 
or someone in free agency to fill that point guard void. I bet Andre Miller was even available, which would have been great for um, leadership as well. But George Hill was good then. I remember um, when he was on the Spurs, he came in with that second unit and was so good. He started too for a while because Tony Parker got hurt one year. Yeah, the Spurs just knew something no one else knew, and that's that Kawhi Leonard was great. Apparently, Greg Popovich cried when they traded him. Oh, wow. When they, they traded, traded George Hill, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, that's crazy, man. I mean, George Hill was good for us. I mean, I have him in, in my top 50 Pacers all-time list, which we're going to do a podcast on soon. I have him pretty high because he was the starting point guard for that championship or those Eastern Conference finals runs. But Kawhi Leonard and Davis Bertans is a lot to ask for uh, George Hill. So I think it was a bad trade, but not as bad as any of these others. What do you think, Austin? I mean, the Bernard King one sounds just horrible. Um, And yeah, George Hill was at least good. Yeah. And a starting competent player that helped that team. So uh, definitely not as bad as that. But, yeah, I mean, in hindsight, losing Davis Bertans is uh, the worst thing that could ever happen. Totally. And also Kawhi Leonard. Mm, Yeah. So, okay, let's move on to the next trade. Let's do the 1980 trade. So the Pacers traded with the Nuggets. You already you already gave us your Alex English stat. The Nuggets got Alex English. We also gave them a future first round pick, which turned into Carl Nix, who I, I don't think he became anything. I haven't even looked up his stats, to be honest. And then the Pacers received one-time Pacer, but aging Pacer. Do you know who it is? Uh no. no George McGinnis. Ah, George McGinnis. So the Pacers ended up trading away Alex English, who was a rising star in the league and a first-round pick, for George McGinnis, who was a homegrown star. The Pacers were just – they were trying to sell tickets. They made a bad decision, got rid of Alex English, and traded it for a George McGinnis, who was breaking down already as a player. He was 30 at the time – or 29 at the time, ended his career at 32. So we just got two more years out of him. And Alex English went on to have a Hall of Fame career. So that, that one's devastating. Look, I love George McGinnis. I have him in my top five all-time Pacers. Do you know how old George McGinnis is now? How old is he now? 69. (laughs) Wow. Hey, George McGinnis, when you're 70, hit us up. We'll have you on the podcast, okay? Oh, hit us up now while you're 69. All right. We got one more trade, Austin. That's bad. So this happened in 2013. I didn't realize this was a bad trade at the time. I didn't realize this was a bad trade until today. So the Pacers traded away, or I'll just tell you, the Pacers received the backup power forward for the next few years. He played for the Suns. Before that, he played for the Rockets, I believe. Um, An Argentinian forward. Do you know who it is? Luis Headband, Lady Headband Scola. Yeah, Luis Lady Headband Scola. Who also uh, in the 2019 uh, World Cup was on the all tournament team at the end. The the five players on the all tournament team. So that oh, just man, happened, which is it. crazy. But anyway, we got Luis Scola. That's it. And we traded away Gerald Green, Miles Plumley, and a 2014 first pick, which turned into 
Bogdan Bogdanovich. So Gerald Green, Miles Plumley went on to have a few good seasons with the Suns, like looked really good. And then Bogdan Bogdanovich is probably the best player today out of those four. Luis Scola was good for us uh, with backup big man minutes, but I also like to think that we could have found a free agent and held on to that Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yeah, it's tough. It In hindsight, that's another one like the Kawhi Leonard that's a loss. But you wouldn't have had Bogdanovich right away. And Scola definitely helped those teams. And Miles Plumley was never any good. And Gerald Green has like had s- – he only has nine fingers and has had some like decent moments here and there, but um, is definitely somebody who was never a star or anything. So it, yeah. it is hard to remember back then, like what five years ago, even when Luis Scola wasn't a pacer anymore, like to like how much he did help our second unit. He was he was a good player, shot that mid range really well. Maybe Luis Scola in today's NBA is even better because he probably would be shooting threes. Yeah, probably. He did, in fact, shoot 40% from three uh, in the 15-16 season when he was in Toronto. Wow. And he shot two again. I didn't even know he played for Toronto. That's crazy. He started the whole season for them. Wow. That's unreal, man. Yeah, so those are my six bad trades. Let's do my good trades. Or do you want to – let's save the worst trade of all time for the very end. Yeah. So I got some good trades. I actually have seven good trades. I wanted to one-up the bad trades. So let's start with – Maybe my favorite trade of all time, 2017. This is June 30th, 2017. The Pacers and Thunder did a swap. Do you remember what this trade was? Sabonis and Oladipo for Paul George. Yep, sent Paul George packing, sent him straight to Oklahoma, and got future all-star Victor Oladipo and future all-star Demonis Sabonis out of that. So I think this is a good trade. Paul George wanted out. We sent him away and got two all-stars out of it. I don't think you can argue with that. Paul George is one time, of the better players though, in the NBA, but he wasn't going to stay in Indiana. At the time, we argued it. At the time, we argued it. Ev- the rumor was that every single team had sent an offer for Paul George. And I can, Austin, I can guarantee you that there were teams that sent number one or first-round draft picks. And when we didn't get a first-round draft pick for Paul George, that was devastating. Look, I'm a Hoosier fan. I know you are too. We love Victor Oladipo. But we really wanted that draft pick. I remember hearing the Lakers uh, had potentially offered Brandon Ingram in a first-round pick for Paul George, and that was the trade I wanted at the time. We didn't know Oladipo was as good as he was going to be. We didn't know Sabonis was going to develop into the player that he is. And, man, it's well, worked. This, okay. this is a good trade. Now, though, in hindsight, would you rather have Oladipo or Brandon Ingram? Oladipo. Well, I don't know. Is he ever going to be what he used to be? Oladipo is my favorite player all time, so I will never I will never say otherwise. Perfect Indiana superstar, loves the team, and that's all I could ask for. Plus someone who can hit shots at the end of the game too. Paul George couldn't. That's my first trade. Austin, let's move on. Let's go to 1994. Okay. Pacers and your former favorite team, Los Angeles Clippers. I am a one-time Clippers fan, yeah. Pacers sent Pooh Richardson, Malik Seely, and the draft rights to Eric Pietkowski. <laughs> Pooh Richardson? P 
P-O-O-H, Pooh Richardson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm looking this guy up. What? He can't be real. You've he's heard of him. In I know the, you've heard of him. He's in the Ring of Honor. I've never heard of Pooh Richardson. You want to put him in the Ring of Honor? He's so in the Ring of Honor. Oh, my God. All right, Pooh Richardson. I agree, Austin. Let's put him in. You want to? Oh, for sure. All right, Pooh Richardson. Welcome to the Ring of Honor. He averaged 17 points a game for the Timberwolves. He was a good player. That's why I'm surprised you haven't heard of him. No, I mean, I wasn't born until 95 and wasn't watching sports till like 2000. So by then he was out the league. Pooh Richardson? Yeah, Pooh Richardson, man. The legend. But we traded him away to the Clippers with Malik Seeley and Eric Pietkowski for a point guard. And the draft rights to Greg Miner. Can you think of the point guard that the Pacers got in 94 that went on to have a really good career with the Pacers? Uh, I'm going to say it's probably got to be Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson, yeah. We got Mark Jackson from the Clippers who went on to be one of, if not the best, point guard in Pacers history. That is hard to say, actually. We've we've had some good ones from like the ABA days and early NBA days. But, yeah, we got Mark Jackson out of that. It is tough now that I uh, heard you joke about it. It is tough to let Pooh Richardson go, but Mark Jackson was a great player to get. It's always tough to let Pooh go. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's go to nine. No, let's go to two thousand eight. So the Pacers made a trade with the Raptors. The Pacers traded away Jermaine O'Neal and the draft rights to Nathan Jawai. Now this is tough. Jermaine O'Neal is one of my favorite Pacers ever. I have him in my top five, top fifty Pacers all time too. So. Look for that podcast when it comes out. But the Pacers traded away Jermaine O'Neal and the draft rights to Nathan Jawai. We received Masio Bastan, TJ Ford, Rashon Osterovich, and the draft rights to this future Pacers center. It was 2008, you said? Yep. I'm thinking it's got to be Roy Hibbert. Yeah, big Roy Hibbert, man. Wow. So we got Roy Hibbert. Essentially, we got Roy Hibbert, TJ Ford, and I guess Rashon Osterovich for an aging Jermaine O'Neal. So Jermaine O'Neal was never really the player that he once was in Indy after this trade. We, we trade him at the right time. It was tough to see him go. I'll, I do remember that. But getting Roy Hibbert in return, who was really was the centerpiece of our championship runs until Paul George came on. I mean, that's I huge. had to look Rasho Nesterovich up because I forgot what he looked like. And uh, he, quite honestly, is just hideous. <laughs> I'm looking him up now too. He's uh he could be on the Shamit Face All Stars for sure. The Shamit Face All Star? You ever heard of the Shamit Face? No, what's that? Shamit Face team. Uh Ryan Rossillo, popular uh sports personality, works for the ringer, came up with theory for Shamit Face, which is guys who would get more respect if they had different faces. So Landry Shamit is the poster boy for the team because he looks like Waluigi. (laughs) (laughs) And so he tried to pass it off as he was not saying these guys were ugly, but like, yeah, he was. It sure sounds like you're calling these guys ugly. Jeez. So, Landry, you think Rosh Nasarovich 
which belongs in the Landry face. Yeah. All right, so that's our that's that trade. Let's move on. Let's go back in time to 1989, February 21st to be exact. We traded away Herb Williams, who was a good pacer for us, a really good pacer for us. We traded him to the Mavericks for a big man and a second-round pick, which turned into another big man. Can you name one of them? This is 1989. Was one of them Dale Davis? No, close. Antonio Davis. Antonio Davis was the second-round pick we got. We ended up getting a second-round pick, picked Antonio Davis with that pick. And then we ended up getting our superstar for the next, what, five-plus years in this trade as well. In 89? Oh, Rick Smith. No. Good guess. Is the end of the 80s, early 90s. I don't know. I can't think of him. He was on the Pacers for one, two, three, four, five seasons. Detlef Shrimp. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we got uh, Detlef and we got Antonio Davis for Herb Williams. And that was in 1989. Detlef Shrimp was a one-time all-star for the Pacers. It was actually his last season with the Pacers. Um, really good player. Antonio Davis obviously was a good player for the Pacers as well. Wait, when did they – so this was 89. So the second-round pick didn't happen for five years? I guess so, yeah. Or four years? Um, well, it took a while to pay off. Herb Williams actually, for the rest of his career, was pretty good. I mean, averaged 8.6 for Dallas the next season and then 12.5, 11.5 the next two. But he was 31, 32, 33. Detlef Shrimp was, was younger and then just was a really good player. Herb Williams in his prime, though – when he was 27 and 85-86, averaged 19.9 points, 9.1 rebounds for the Pacers. So, Herb Williams is such a grandpa name. <laughs> it really is. Uh, Herbert, I think, is what he goes by now that he's a grandpa. Let's move on. Let's go to 1997. We'll go forward eight years. The Pacers traded with the Warriors. This one was kind of tough because I, I could see this one. Like You could probably convince me this was a – bad trade but like on the more good end of the spectrum but we traded away eric dampier who's young and Dwayne farrell for this warriors player what was the year again 1997 it wasn't jalen rose was it no good guess it was chris mullen so we got chris mullen who helped us make it uh to the finals and was just an important part of that team was an older player so had been around the block a few times and, uh, I mean, he really he was a fun player to have, too. So we just had him for a few seasons, but he was really important to us uh, during those few seasons. Eric Dampier had a pretty good career. He really did. It would have been yeah. nice to have him, too. But I think Chris Mullen wins this trade for the Pacers. Even though he was older, he's a Hall of Famer. And no matter what, that's helpful to a team. What do oh, you think? for sure. Yeah, they, they won that trade. I mean, Mullen was uh, still, you know, decent he uh was starting at least the year before when they went to their conference finals and took the bulls to seven games yep and then ended up he took a back seat to jalen rose to let jalen rose into the starting lineup and then yeah. he just turned it on in the starting lineup so chris mullen was willing to do that and uh come off the bench so that's a huge deal and i mean jalen rose was our best player um a couple years really so yeah, that was awesome. Chris Mullen was just a great locker room guy and a really good player, too, on top of that. I love that trade. Austin, I'm going to breeze past this one because this one's still fresh. This is June 20th, 2019. 
The Pacers did a three-team trade with the Suns and the Heat. The Suns received cash considerations. The Heat received Casey Akpala. And the Pacers received three future second-round picks from the Heat and TJ Warren. So all we traded was away. We just traded away some cash, and we got TJ Warren out of it, plus three future picks. The washing machine. So that's a great trade. TJ Warren was one of our best players this year, if not our best player. I mean, it was probably Sabonis. I, I think it was Sabonis, but you can make an argument for TJ Warren too. So that one just happened. Do you agree? Do you think that's a good trade? Great trade. I mean, unless we don't know how much money the Phoenix owner got out of it. I think he so. bought a few washing machines, a few dryers, and I think TJ Warren's already proved his worth with that. So it wasn't much. I think it was a million bucks maybe, max. I saw the number 1.1 million floating around. Um, so it might have been that. I can't remember now. Let's move on to the final trade. This is August 31st, 2000. The Pacers traded with the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers received Dale Davis, and the Pacers received Joe Klein and this young, fresh out of high school, power forward slash center. Can you think of who it is? Uh, Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, Jermaine O'Neal. We traded away Dale Davis and got Jermaine O'Neal out of it. And Jermaine O'Neal went on to become one of the 10 best Pacers all time. So that's a great trade. I don't think there's any argument there. Austin, do you want to help me decide now these two undecided trades? Let's do it. Okay. Oh, actually, one of your favorite players all time is in this one. So the Pacers traded with the Timberwolves. The Pacers received Sam Mitchell and Pooh Richardson. <laughs> and we traded away Chuck Person and Michael Williams. Chuck Person went on to like not – like he just had a mediocre career the rest of the way. But Pooh Richardson was pretty good. Sam Mitchell was okay. So, yeah, we ended up trading away Pooh Richardson for Mark Jackson. That's part of the reason I wanted this trade in there. That was just two years later. Yeah. got so that trade. So we lost Chuck Person, but we ended up getting Mark Jackson out of it, who ended up being our point guard of the future. I'd say it's a win then. Yeah, and it also gave Reggie more opportunity and uh, Smiths more opportunity too. So, look, Chuck Person was great. But this kind of like paved the way for some future stuff too. Yep. So, yeah. So what do you say? Good? Good trade. Yeah, you got Mark Jackson out of it. I think at the time it was bad, but it, it turned good. Here's the thing, though. Bad for us because Mark Jackson being a good player allowed him to become a coach, which then allowed him to become uh, an NBA announcer. Which... <laughs> you don't like him as an announcer? Oh, he's... I don't. I no. don't like him either. Not gonna lie. Ugh, no. I mean, hey, Mark Jackson, we support you. If you want to come on the pod one day, you just let us know, okay? Maybe when you're 69 years old, you can come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got one more trade that's undecided. This happened February 19th, 2002, and then I'm gonna do the worst trade of all time. Okay. So the Pacers traded with the Bulls. The Bulls received Travis Best, Norm Richardson, Jalen Rose, and a second round pick, which turned into Lonnie Baxter. The Pacers received Ron Artest, Ron Mercer, Brad Miller, and Kevin Ollie. So four good players. Brad Miller ended up being an all-star for the Pacers. Ron Artest won Defensive Player of the Year for the Pacers. That's a good trade. But Jalen Rose might have been the best player in that trade. If he stayed on the Pacers, who knows? Like He figured out how to play there, was really good, and you know could have become an all-star there as well. So the only – like reason I think that this could maybe not be a good trade was we got Ron Artest who was volcanic and initiated the malice at the palace. And then Brad Miller ended up leaving anyways. 
So, or we knew Brad Miller was going to leave. So we traded him away for uh, Scott Pollard, friend of the podcast, Scott Pollard. That's right. Yeah. I, 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 I'm leaning more towards good, but I just think a lot of bad came from this trade too. A lot of bad did come from it, but Ron Artest had a better career than Jalen Rose. He was so good at the height at his, at his peak. Uh, one defensive player of the year, like you said. Brad Miller was no slouch. Uh, Ron Mercer at the time was also no slouch. Uh, at least was scoring for a bad team, but then he got hurt in, uh, what's it called? He got hurt in Indiana, and that kind of derailed his career shortly. Um, I think it was a win. So we moved both of those to the good. That means we've had nine good trades and six bad trades according to this list yeah but i do have another bad one well i was gonna say too kevin ollie is mentioned in our theme music yeah shout out kevin ollie uh great point austin so it's just that's that's a triple win really so those are our trades but austin i got the worst one of all time right here and this one's devastating so the pacers in on june 5th 1981 we traded with the portland trailblazers we traded our eventual 1984 first-round pick in 1981 for a 32-year-old Tom Owens who only played 74 games for the Pacers after this trade. So that 1984 first-round pick turned into the second pick in the draft. The Trailblazers took Sam Bowie. The next pick, the Chicago Bulls took Michael Jordan. So the Pacers had the second overall pick in the 1984 draft. But we traded it away to the Trailblazers for Tom Owens, who was 32 and played 74 games for the Pacers. We were this close to Michael Jordan, having the greatest player of all time, having championships, and we missed it, man. Okay, well, here, I'll pose this question to you then. Let's hear it. Would you trade, because if you get Michael Jordan, you never get Reggie Miller. So would you trade away a lifetime of Reggie Miller for Michael Jordan? Dude, that's so evil. (laughs) Um. Yes. Mm, selling your soul for championships, huh? Would you do that trade? Would you take Michael Jordan for Reggie Miller's career? Oh, for certain. Yeah, it's for certain. Look, for our listeners out there who just love Reggie, we do too. You can't pass up on Michael Jordan. You just can't. You love Reggie. He's obviously great. He was the first athlete I ever liked. Yeah, but. Think how much you would like Michael Jordan if he played for the Pacers. That's crazy. And I man. don't know. Maybe there is some world where they get Michael or re, still get Reggie Miller. Anyway, man, those are all the trades I got. What What do you think? Do you think we're missing any? Do you think it's pretty good? Or well, I think it's a shame that the Pacers never took Steve Alford and activated his uh, Indiana Hoosier powers. <laughs> we should have, man. Uh, you know, but then again, you still wouldn't have Reggie Miller. So if I told you that there was a, let's say I said there was a 75% chance that Steve Alford had Reggie Miller's career if he played for the Pacers. Dude, you're so crazy. Would you take him? Would you take him over Reggie Miller? No. (laughs) No shot, dude. 90% chance that Steve Alford, Indiana 
maybe greatest basketball player in Indiana college history. No, you take that chance. No, you take Reggie, man. That's, that's so ridiculous. You have to take Reggie. 90% 90% high, though. 90% high, but I'd still rather have Reggie. He loved Indiana. He did. I'd rather have a 100% chance of getting Reggie Miller than a 90% chance of getting Reggie Miller named Steve Alford. Well, <laughs> I don't know. What if it, okay. What if it was Steve Alford in a Reggie Miller flesh suit? So you get both of them, basically? <laughs> you get the appearance of Reggie Miller, but it's in. Like, Steve Alford controls the flesh suit. You know what, man? I'm going to choose that one. <laughs> cool. I'll take Steve Alford in a Reggie flesh suit. Because he, he gets he gets Reggie's powers, right? <laughs> well, maybe. He's just... Well, now if you say maybe, I, I would just want Reggie. It could inhibit his movements in the flesh suit. Jeez. Uh, I'll take Reggie. I changed my answer. I'll just take Reggie straight up. <laughs> Than Steve what? Alford wearing someone else's skin. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this podcast okay. up, okay? Austin, thanks for doing this. Everyone, thanks for listening. We've had a blast. Remember to subscribe to this podcast. Give us a review if you haven't already. We'll give you a shout out on the next one we do. I mean, heck, we're already the most reviewed Pacers podcast in the world. You might as well leave another. And if you yeah. don't already follow us on Instagram, go to at all.pacers on Instagram. And stay tuned for some of our uh, pack openings. We're opening some NBA card packs. And there's a chance for you to win some stickers there as well. So make sure you uh, mosey on over there. Give us a follow. Turn on notifications so you don't miss out on those pack openings. um, And just join that community. So, hey, Austin, have a good one. Don't lose your mind in isolation, okay? I'm going crazy. (laughs) All right, man. It sounds like you're doing pretty well over there. So, hey, man, peace out. about team basketball. It's all about playing the game the right way. The name on the front of the jersey.